Okay. Sounds like we got it on right. one. Whatever. For a change. Though the, it, yeah. this being oh. out of sync is going to be an issue. <laughs> That's not how uh, I do this podcast. I just put like all of my audio in one block and then all of your audio in block. I get twice the time that way. <laughs> Listen to two wankers talk to themselves one by one. <laughs> It's really it, when we have like two hour podcasts, it's good so people can get to like half an hour and be like, I wonder what Damien's gonna say to this, and then just like 30 <laughs> seconds of you replying that they cannot hear. That's the beauty of it. No one thought about doing that. <laughs> Piece together your own, it's in a it's a you know, little <laughs> editing package onto yourselves. There was one point ages and ages ago, I think before we even went from the Herder McGurr show to George uh, to San Hosen, um where I was going to put, like, a bingo card up, like a San Hosen bingo card, uh, but every entry in the square just says bullshit. <laughs> um, but as ever, I just couldn't be bothered. Of course, yeah, I mean, yeah. why make it? I mean, how long would that actually take me? Probably, I could probably, like, whip that up in, like, I don't know, like, if I was doing, like, a Photoshop speed run. No, not I, was thinking counting... I was thinking Excel, you know? <laughs> Excel speed. <laughs> Paint. There's no straight. Li- there's not a single straight line in the entire document. And you have um, those little different fillers in each square. One's checkered. One has those little spirals. Sell it for five grand. Yeah. Move along. Call it Ringo Star. <laughs> call it. Call, yeah, that's the name of the title. Ringo Star. Bingo Star. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and all it is is like, what, like five five blocks across. And then, like a block up and a block down, that's a star. It's a star shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nothing vaguely rem- uh, reminiscent of anything, a uh, bingo card at all, or even the rules. You know, it's just a few random blobs here, and people are just supposed to like hit it every now and again whenever they say. Well, that is bingo, though, isn't it? A few <laughs> random blobs. <laughs> We're not talking about the people that play bingo, but okay. Yeah, I. I can't believe that that is still a thing. Do people still like travel to? Is it just an English thing? I should ask. Bingo, like like the... in England, there are like huge warehouses just for people to play like bingo. Aircraft with. hangars as well. They get yeah. They corral thousands of seniors in. <laughs> get them all. I mean, in li- place. Liter- literally, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, what's that? Oh, it's a mecha bingo." Didn't that used to be IKEA? It did until they added onto it for the Mecha Bingo. <laughs> we need to get three thousand, like fifty to sixty-year-old women. It's a very specific demographic. We can't run the program until we have we have a full house. It doesn't work otherwise. <laughs> like these people have been sat there for days because there's still like three or four seats empty. <laughs> the stillness and the hostility in the room is palpable. Yeah, apparently they do take it quite seriously, don't they? I've absolutely no fucking idea. I guess there's money involved. I know my uh, my late grandmother used to do that, like every Friday, all that kind of stuff. She would, you you know, if she had a nice win, she kind of spread the wealth. I get, you know, a fiver, and I'd be like, oh, well done, (laughs) thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, all the bingo I've seen—not that I've seen a lot of it—it's really drawn out as well. Like, 
Oh look, two fuzzy ducks. Twenty-two. Oh, what's next? What's next? What's next? It's like watching Deal or No Deal. I'd much prefer it if it was just like eight, seventeen, fifty-nine, four. There, that's, <laughs> that's that round over. You ready for round two? It's less than a ten-minute engagement. It's <laughs> same with the national lottery when they'd have like half an hour, and he'd be like, "Here's a juggler, and here's Philip Schofield talking some absolute shit he knows nothing about." And now, oh, we're going to do the lottery. Oh, and it's some dude who you've never heard of who looks like he's walked out of, uh, you know, what's he walked out of, Damien? Uh, a beef wellington. Okay. I was going to say a big-ass kind of paper drum, but no, beef wellington's good. He's walked out of a big-ass paper drum. <laughs> Vernon Kay, who's been living in his paper drum, comes out after meticulously doing his Lego hair. And then it doesn't even start then. Then you've got to say something like, oh, by the way, good luck, everybody. Everybody in Wolverhampton, my heart is with you tonight. Everybody in Halton, not Halton in the south, Halton near Bolton. Good luck. <laughs> and then just, ooh, eight. And then like 15 seconds of nothing. <laughs> now time Six. for the intermission, guys. We're going to play for you now. I remember I the, the I was on the screen because we've got Dizzy Rascal Bonkers. You're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the whole rendition of Bonkers every time the ball comes out. Seven, that's Bonkers! Oh my god, seven's Bonkers! But Paris I remember as well. Fucking they, mental to disco. They'd give like statistics on the lottery. Where it would be like six, that ball's only appeared twice in the last six months. <laughs> and, and that's like the only statistic you can have on these things like 52 that's appeared three times in the last year I mean, <laughs> all these numbers are are uncommon they're uncommon every week so yeah do you play bingo at all well of course i do absolutely yeah yeah but i, I, I like the extreme bingo where they, it's not nothing is uh drawn from the um, winner gets Tombola. to live no, it's um, you've just got the uh, MC on stage, and they fire the bingo balls at through um, through a Nerf rifle. But they've decked, they've kind of decked it out, so it's automatic. He can only announce things that he catches with his mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the MC's launching them and then trying to catch them. So he's like launching them out no, no, into no, the no. air into a massive arc, and then. No, there's like a raffle beforehand, and like one lucky ticket holder. Yeah, they'll, they'll pick like five um, lucky ticket holders before the, the game, and for each round, you, yeah, they call you, you know, you, they've selected a winner to fire the yeah. rifle for that round. And I've never gotten picked. It's the only reason I participate, really, because I like the idea of firing a ranged weapon at this gibbering lunatic. <laughs> What's the difference between bingo and a tombola? Or is a tombola just the bingo operating machine? It's, yes, it's the bingo apparatus. But you could also use it for raffles, all right? It's a, it's a versatile piece of kit. It's not I mean, just... surely with raffles, you just need a bucket, and you just put all the raffle tickets in a bucket and just give it a... I mean, it's the same with bingo, really, isn't it? You wouldn't really use a bucket but... for that, all right? There are many, no. much better you use a bucket. can. <laughs> Now, if you would like to elaborate on the various uses of a bucket, well, you've come to the right Dad, place. I've accidentally <laughs> shit in your bingo bucket. <laughs> oh, and you shouldn't have kept all my buckets next to each other. Like, you've got your breakfast bucket, your breakfast poo bucket, your animal feed bucket, the clothes bucket. That's how I get dressed. Just put my hand into the clothes hamper and pull something out. I'll wear that. 
Many a dark day in lockdown when the laundry bucket was next to the flush bucket. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so the tombola is just the 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 tumbler, basically. Yes, yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, I wonder where I wonder what the etymology of that word is. Is it like flutterby, which used to be the name of butterflies, and sort of makes more sense. I mean, like, oh yeah, it comes from the 17th century German tumbler. Well, the, I think you've kind of got it on, on nail on the head. But actually, I was gonna, I was gonna waste time googling that. Then I realised it would poison my fucking browsing history even more so. Not only am I a, a ridiculous <laughs> Etymology perv, of tombo, tombola. Yes, not only am I, am I a horrible pervert, but I'm also a really, really naff fucking d- Burke. <laughs> Damien, you got if you've got the uh, computer in front of you right now, tell me, is there a genre of pornography for bingo? <laughs> bingo porn. Okay, well let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> bingo I, I porn. That's, that's just going to lead to a, a gambling site, isn't it? Yep. Hang on. Well, so far. No, just porn comes up. Hang on, let me just—I'll just put in oh. bingo porn. What did you put in before? <laughs> porn with bingo. <laughs> porn with bingo. Yeah, the pornographic bingo card would be pretty samey, wouldn't it? Well, you do. All right. Well, it comes up with loads of um, bingo cards for things you would see in porn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or people like brand uh, new trainers. Uh, da, 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 da. Come on, there's gonna be something. No. Cool cat. <laughs> Alright, there's nothing. Pony presentation being. Uh, da, 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 da. No, th- all right, these aren't actually that funny. There's nothing specific. <laughs> that should be the subtitle of Sans Hosen. <laughs> well, I was, I was hoping things like Do you see a blue waffle? Is there an Alabama hog pocket? Bring on the dirty A blue Sanchez. waffle? How many times have you seen a blue waffle? <laughs> only once, and you only need to say that. That's always the centre... <laughs> it's always the centre card. You're never going to get bingo <laughs> through to the middle. Well, I don't have anything else to say about bingo. So, see you all next week. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, I was going to say, Damien, that... Uh, oh, I had a right week. Uh, I walked into a pub, uh, and someone shouted, A up, baldy. Uh, Christina went mental, went over to him and hit him in the Christina's face not with bald. closed fist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, say that again, buddy. I, I missed that. <laughs> uh, Christina went over and hit him in the face, closed fisted. At least it wasn't a bitch slap like a pissant. All right, well, what happened do you, next? Did, did do you, you even know what I'm talking about? What? I'm talking about Will Smith. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, yeah, no, I've, I've got you now. Ah, well, I was kind of hoping that was true, but there you go. Well, I, yeah, I'm we not bald, I'm blonde. <laughs> I just have flesh-coloured hair. Flesh-coloured <laughs> hair, yeah. Um, well, all right, then, I guess we've got nothing to say about that. Good. Oh, no, um, well, I mean, other than that um, Will Smith's a cunt, his wife's <laughs> a cunt, and his kids are, are cunts. And then Daddy does the picture. Well, yeah, I mean, 
I've heard a couple of people that were kind of like trying to be on Will Smith's side as well. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Really? It's such an innocuous, innocuous fucking comment, really. But uh, yeah, what's everything that's uh, well? I guess I, I, for a lot of people who you know who's considered quite a relaxed and kind of affable person, he's kind of played his hands really. That he's you know megalomaniacal oh. fucking narcissist. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, only, I mean that was kind of apparent before all of this. Oh, I know. I heard people saying that shit. You know, fanboys for him, what have you. It's like no, really. I guess that's still kind of flying the flag. I imagine there's going to be like a resurgence in happy slapping after this incident, really. You said a lot of people oh, seem yeah. really fucking enjoyed it. Like, oh. I don't know. Well, fair play to Chris Rock because he, you know, carried on like a fucking professional. But uh, yeah, he did. In fact, that's the, you know, that's what I'm disappointed in Chris Rock in. Um, yeah. Not that you know he should have stood there and be like, well, I'm not. Sorry, I'm not continuing until security come and get that piece of shit out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I know you don't, you know, have a, a much of an opinion of the academy anyway, but it does represent like the, the you know, the yes, it does the, the, the powerful, the more powerful entities in Hollywood. And Will Smith uh, said that basically, Saddam said, "I'm above all this. I'm going to do what the fuck I like." Really, I was for the sake of what a fairly innocuous joke. So I would say, arguably. Poor taste is an alopecia joke uh, at the expense of his wife, but you know, there are, I've heard worse. To be perfectly honest, I mean, it, it wasn't an alopecia joke; it was a ball joke. No, but it's alluding um, to that, and uh, well, it's not alluding to that, but it's but obviously she, very she, sore point. She, before she had alopecia, she often shaved her head. Hmm. But that's you know, GI Jane wasn't bald. GI Jane had a shaved head. Yeah, it was a buzz cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, if that's... it was me, I'd be like, all right, Will. All right, George Dawes, what are the scores? <laughs> yeah. Back nice eyebrows, what the fuck are you complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope next time it's just, um, not Chris Rock, it's just Dwayne the Rock Johnson, just, <laughs> just systematically going down the room going, you're fat. <laughs> you, you're fat. You're way too thin. You're fucking ugly. You're no, up I, your own ass. I just, I'd like to think that he just posts up at Will Smith's table and just lets rip, and this, it really goes him. Like an enormous, give him enormous, a like pro tap, wrestler you know? fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being fast food for the last few days, you know, on top of a lot of oat milk, it's oh, yeah, like some real protein farts. You know, you yeah. can see them on camera. <laughs> yeah. Like, technically, it isn't a fart. It's just vaporised shit. <laughs> oh. He's even got, he's got like, underpants on that have, like, a propeller on the back. A bit like one of those hats. Like those little beanies, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, that, that's, that just does the job of, like, making sure that All right, so it's the like diarrhea a is aerosolised. <laughs> yeah, like, a, like, somewhat like a hit and run. So he, he goes up, you know, really... Really marks these people and immediately airlifts himself out of the uh, auditorium, not to be seen again for the rest of the show. <laughs> Peace out, bitches! <laughs> like through the roof. 
Everyone's talking about how 2022 was the year that uh, Will Smith punched Chris Rock at the Oscars. They talk about 2023 when Dwayne The Rock Johnson shits on Will Smith and flies. <laughs> and learns to fly. <laughs> the first person to master, like, completely human-powered flight. <laughs> so that's an even more devastating trend than 2022's spate of uh, happy slaps. <laughs> yeah, you got you like you got interviews with his personal trainer saying, "Yeah, when Dwayne came to us, I told him men can't do Kegel exercises, but he wouldn't have it." <laughs> and now here we are. <laughs> when you see, see him next year, he's just this massively engorged like waist and groin. <laughs> <laughs> he's let he everything else wear like a crab slip. All the muscle mass is gone. There's loads of loose skin, but just that fucking pelvic region. Boom! It's it's bulging. It's nothing but beefcake, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he has to like get an operation to put on either side of his pelvis, like sort of like pneumatic springs that can move his pelvis back, you know, wider and and opposite to wider. Whatever that word thinner. be. Thinner, thinner, thinner. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, you know, I don't have anything particular to say. By the time people are listening to this, it's going to be weeks after it happened. Yeah, it's a very uh, just... much old hat, but uh, it's worth, yeah. worth mentioning. I don't think it will... It, yeah, there'll ever be a, a bad moment to say that Will Smith is a fucking prick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny as well, because I didn't even know the Oscars were happening. No, I thought it was, I thought they typically occurred in January, so... I January, was... early February, I thought, yeah, I mean, whatever. So I was kind of... Yeah, I was a little bit shocked to see it so late in March, but um, I guess it's one it, of those many COVID fucking delays, I suppose. It's funny as well that um, after this, Will Smith had a, you know, I wouldn't say bizarre, I mean, probably expectedly masturbatory acceptance speech because he won Best Actor. And I have seen just, I don't think I've seen Reddit in particular focus on one particular subject so quickly. I mean, the focus on the day after it happened was, like, razor sharp. Like, mm. every subreddit I saw had something to say about this or a meme to post. And all of that, I've seen so much stuff. I couldn't tell you what the film was that he won for. Was it Gemini Man? That'd be funny. Probably not. That probably came out two years ago. I don't fucking know. Well, maybe they, you know, they have new rules about it. But um, no, it's that fucking King Richard thing. Uh, some, oh, sure, yeah. Very sl soppy or, uh, biopic about um, not just the Williams sisters, but their father. And, it wasn't, and he went on rambling about how it was kind of like method acting because he also like really seems to pressure his fucking kids all the fucking time. And he's <laughs> kind of crazy for it. If she said it in a more affectionate way th than that, but that's the fucking t subtext. It's like, yeah, I didn't let them be kids. <laughs> Really? They had to okay. be talented. Yeah, like when Bruno Gans, like, how did you prepare for your role as Hitler in Downfall, Bruno Gans? Well, I started a, a whole new populist movement in Germany for the last few years. <laughs> this is actually my bunker. I'd like to, see, yeah, I'd like to see Will Smith back at the Oscars uh, making the same speech when he plays uh, Michael Jackson's father in a biopic as well. You know, because that seems so more Will what Smith it's thinks like. That, he thinks that. Method acting is I have something in common with the person I'm portraying. 
I mean, I haven't heard the speech, but, but these are the, this is what I heard, the, the more egregious things that he, were, he was saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I got from it as well. Like, okay, so what a surprise. His speech is incredibly like narcissistic and self-indulgent. Okay, cool. What yeah. a fucking shocker. Yeah, I mean, the supposed topic of this podcast, I hate the word podcast, Damien. Can we talk about that? Let's call it a radiogram. <laughs> yes. A, a non-visual pictorial. <laughs> a non-movie. Mostly talkie. Yeah. It's not a movie. A bad talkie. The topic's meant to be odd couples we'd like to see, even though I'm sure we've done that at least once before. Odd couple uh, trapped in a house, elevator, coffin together, whatever. Uh, Will Smith and Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Yeah, if a trophy pop Ricky Gervais in the mouth, he would have never let that fucking go. It would have been half an hour of that material, like a dog with a fucking bone. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, you silly man? Also, I I bet Ricky Gervais could have him. <laughs> Did Muhammad Ali slap people? What the mm, fuck? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point, yeah. And have you actually seen the clip as well? Because both people were oh, yes. dubious about it was kind of staged. It's such an odd fucking... It looks like a stunt slap to me. Um, and there always has to be like something at the Oscars these days. Um, so I, I don't know. Part of me was kind of thinking it was a publicity move, like very much staged. But uh, I don't know. If they're... The, the tell, apparently, which could easily... Equal, just as easily be staged was that he shouted out um, those, uh, med- the name of my my wife out of your fucking mouth or something on live TV, you know, before Keep Watershed. Keep my name, my wife's, wife's name out name. of your fucking mouth, that was it. Yeah. And, oh, apparently that was, because that was the tell that he used a naughty word not live on air. Otherwise, said it twice as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And Chris but Rock that, was like, well, the joke's done. I wasn't going to make more than one joke about your irrelevant wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, as well, Chris Rock said, I'm being nice. And if you look into it, yes, he is. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Well, I'll keep your mouth. I'll keep your mouth's wife out of your mouth. What? I'll keep your <laughs> wife's name out of my mouth. But if only her name. Do you care what Boom. goes into her mouth? <laughs> if only her name. Mm. It ends up with Chris Rock like carving them up and eating them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Immediately well, brandishing good. a chainsaw from underneath his blazer. Very <laughs> expertly a- outfitted because no one could tell, of course. It's one of those new folding chainsaws. <laughs> Ooh, that or some kind of like Tardisy type blazer. It's, it's incredible. It's got like eight pockets and everything. It's for, <laughs> for, this, it's for the stylish outdoor man. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it takes Chris Rock like a good three minutes to screw all these things together. People are just watching like, what? What are you doing? And then, then at the bit, like Robert Duvall comes in. He's like ninety, and he's holding, like shaking, because he's holding like this massive jerry can full of petrol. Gets on the stage, starts pouring it into the chainsaw. Petrol's going everywhere. But then, but Will Smith just sat there, like nodding, smiling. <laughs> I don't need to cast to sell records. <laughs> he does now. So fuck him. Fuck you yeah. too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What a sausage. Mm. Exactly Chris Rock's last words to him before he carved them up 
and turn them into delicious verse platters. <laughs> ring, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. So he, bu- he r- tears off his like million dollar blazer, right? The million dollar FUD, we'll call it, right? The outdoorsman thing. And underneath, yeah. he's got lederhosen because he's going to go German. It's going to be a German feast, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's slapping the inside of his knees, you know, before and after this happens and everything. Yeah, Will Smith just turns around and, like, everyone in the audience is wearing uh, lederhosen, white and, like, shirts. like, purge masks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like suddenly looks and realizes like those cameras aren't plugged in. <laughs> this isn't the airport Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, it is. Ring, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's funny as well. I suppose that you know this is going to be remembered when it's it's re- well, who fucking cares really? But uh, people are comparing it, I suppose, to the Kanye West thing where he got on stage at. Whatever the Grammys, Emmys, some shit, and said the award should have gone to Beyonce. Mm. Like this is going to be around forever, right? This is going to be around until Will Smith dies. Oh, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I guess by the time this comes out, the Academy will have made their decision whether or not to strip him of his Oscar. Really? Um, oh, I don't think they gave him an Oscar. Sorry, I thought it was a statue of Jada. <laughs> It's like the first Oscar in the history of, of the Academy Awards. It's just the likeness of Will Smith. <laughs> All right, so we can't obviously give him an award anymore, but he won't know the difference. He'll love it more this way, I'm sure. <laughs> if you peel off the foil, it's chocolate on the inside. <laughs> yes. I'd prefer that. That'd be mm, oh, orange chocolate as well. It's really thick as well, so you've got to smack it on your knee. <laughs> They've just taken it out of the fridge. They don't. They want it to be hard yes. work. <laughs> Brittle. Yeah. Well, no, like, like Will Smith's like looking. <laughs> Will Smith's really happy, and he's looking, and then he compares his Oscar to somebody else who won an Oscar, whoever that could be, and suddenly realizes that his Oscar is a little bit squatter than everybody else's. Yeah, takes a look, and it's Carlton. <laughs> And it has a little button on the side <laughs> when you press yes. it, it does the does the dance. It's <laughs> fully it's articulated. Why has it got a wind up key on the back? <laughs> it's like one of those fish in that when you push the button, <laughs> it starts and it's funny for like two seconds, but it does the entire song. All right, now I have to kind of hide this under a pillow for a little while. If it doesn't cut out after ninety seconds, it's just going in the trash. Thank you for ruining yeah, like- Christmas, Mum. <laughs> When you when you buy them and you you take them home in your bag, you're on the bus on the way home. Everyone keeps looking at you because it's just constant muffled. <laughs> with you like fucking god, it's not even got batteries in it anymore. Did you How's get grease in the, in the button or something? Why is it still doing this? It won't, it's jammed in. It won't come out. <laughs> yeah. Why did you leave the store? It, it's a cheap piece of shit, but it, inside it has a massive industrial capacitor, <laughs> which I, ca- I there's no way for me to drain it unless I keep pressing this button. It would, it would cause such an explosive burst of battery acid that I'm just not prepared to risk my flesh, so I just let, have to let it run its course. And since I upset everyone in the in the store, they they implored that they they actually they made an imposition that I have to take this thing with me. So I'm sorry. 
But no one on the, on the bus is making you do the same thing. Just lob out the fucking window. I can't. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, we, I had one as a kid. It was a little gr- gorilla that kept singing, uh, feeling hot, hot, hot. And I learned to make everyone in the family hate me with that fucking thing. <laughs> One day it just wasn't in the house anymore. I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Oh dear. It really broke my eight year old heart. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of it. if my family ever did that and decided a toy was too annoying and threw it away. I can't think of that, but I remember a friend of ours like spending a whole £10 on a Mr. T keyring that basically went up in a pool and other Mr. T phrases when you press the button. It had four phrases. I don't like milk. Jibber. Or just the, the muffled sound half of one. The muffled sound of Hannibal tea? going, sure thing, Hannibal. Famous phrases like that. <laughs> Well, presumably confiscated when he kept using it in church. Yes. <laughs> and so saith the Lord, quit your jibber jabber. <laughs> and then three magi came, I don't like flying. Can you stop that, please? <laughs> Hold on. Fuck off. <laughs> the best Mr. T quote I ever saw was not Mr. T, the character, it was Mr. T, the person, um, talking about uh, when Nancy Reagan sat on his knee. Some sort of documentary, probably like I Love the 80s or some vapid crap like that. And Mr. T is either a very excitable person or had had a little tipple. And he was like pounding on his chair arms, like smiling, grinning as he said it and going, We showed the clan! We showed the clan! We showed the clan! And so, yeah, Nancy Reagan sitting on your knee. Yeah, I suppose you did show the clan. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> and why didn't they merchandise that? I, uh, I I ask you. That's a travesty. Yeah. yeah. And then all you'd have to articulate is his arms, like you know, just at his elbows, going. <laughs> and then Nancy Reagan's legs kicking, because she knows what's coming and she wants it. Woof. <laughs> yeah, a nice nice civil dinner with the A team, dressed as the A team in the White House. And Ronald Reagan keeps asking them about the Contras. They're like, we don't know, we're actors. <laughs> Mr. T, for fuck's sake. I'm Mr. T, this is how I talk when I'm not on screen. <laughs> Completely different man without the cameras around. A lot shorter yeah, than you act- might think. <laughs> actually, actually, his original name was meant to be Monsieur F. And they decided <laughs> it was too sophisticated. I don't know, Monsieur. All right, it's Monsieur. Is it Monsieur or Monsieur? Uh, Monsieur. Is but there a difference? I have no idea, but this is, uh, you know, Monsieur F will make these kind of insistences. So, you know, if you're going to, you know, greet him in his entourage, you must get this stuff straight, okay? He wouldn't make the cut in that press packet, Jesus. Back if, to the back if, of the line. If, if Miss, Miss is an unmarried woman and Mrs. is a married woman, then shouldn't it be Mr. and Misters? <laughs> Very good point. Um, it's not a point. It's not a point. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's filler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's filler. I think this is. It's the. 
that's the highlight. <laughs> that's what we're merchandising from this episode. Because there's a T-shirt for every episode of the people listening didn't know. <laughs> we don't sell them. We just make them. <laughs> Fire them out of T-shirt cannons and then people enroll them. And it's like, oh, seven. Bingo. <laughs> My granny is a man. <laughs> Entertain me, sir. Uh, yes. So... I'm moving in a couple of days, Damien, and uh, one of the reasons I'm moving is because where I live has mice. And it was it was pretty bad. It's always been pretty bad as long as I've lived here. Um, but it's got to the point where yesterday or the day before, um, I saw a mouse coming out of the oven, the stovetop. Right. So, what, like the open mouth of the oven, or was it just kind of rifle? You, you know, you know, on the, the top, the hob. Yeah. The hob. It's electric, so there's a, I don't know what you call it, like a plate. Yeah. Under there, coming up through that in the middle of the day, three p.m. And um, so now I've got to the point where I I've got like mixing bowls over the hobs, so I can't use my fucking oven. Uh, so I think I'm going to be a naughty boy, and my rent, um, my lease is up at the end of April, but I'm actually moving on the first. Right. Uh, and I think I think I'm going to tell them I'm not going to pay that month. Yeah. Can't break off. it. Well, I don't know. I'd probably get sued. Um, I know there is stuff. You know, I know there is stuff in the law in Indiana law about. You know, if, especially with rodents. Uh, if you've given them fair warning and they haven't done anything about it, you can break your lease with impunity. But as okay. we all know, there's a difference between what's written in the law and what actually happens. Mm -hmm. um, but I might try my luck with it. Because uh, I'm I'm pretty fucking annoyed. Like, I can't use my oven now. Yeah. I'm either going to let mice out or cook mice. Yeah. Well, if even if they vacated the premises, you know it's going to be festooned with mice piss. So everything's, yeah. He's going to smell and taste of ammonia and be fucking dangerous to eat. Yeah, I like that word as well. Sort of like, oh, this seems to be... What would you call this? Would you call this... Uh, would you call this tainted? I mean, it's not quite doused yet. <laughs> yeah. <Or> festooned. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Vinegary. <laughs> mm. Waxy. Mm. Waxy. Uh, yeah, so that's my position. So I'm, I'm recording this... Uh, Literally two days before I move out, and I don't think I've ever wanted to move out of any place more. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're lousy with vermin, it's a it's a very good reason to move on. Um, but yeah, you obviously have a very colourful uh, neighbourhood as well as it as it turns out. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely de declined since yeah. I got here. Yeah, you haven't met any new butt cheeks in the uh, in the alleyway yet. Uh, no, I mean, there weren't any butt cheeks anyway. They were all facing the apartment. Oh, okay. You know, just saw a bit of fupa <laughs> and some knees. Fupa. <laughs> Revolting. <laughs> it's a natural, normal part. That wasn't the offensive part. <laughs> it was like a woman's pissing in the alleyway and I lean out and go like, Oi! Fat! <laughs> it's that she was using a shiwi. It's like, only men can she stand up! No, if she was using a shiwi, that would have been way better. But no. <laughs> You've disturbed the natural order. <laughs> I am now less of a man. <laughs> Tell us about the shiwi, Damien. 
I know what that is, but go on, tell me, where it's, have you come across that? Um, I've seen did it you have a Did you have a girlfriend who used the Shiwi? <laughs> no, this is not a first-hand experience at all. It's just a baffling product that I came, came I, I was made aware of the last time I went to a festival, which is better part of 10 years ago. But um, yeah, for everyone else that didn't want to trudge all the way up to the port loose with, with, with grounds that were obviously not soaked by any of the uh, uh, elements in the air, it, it was... The mud was lousy with piss, so naturally people did not want to risk kind of crawling through that. So mm. for a lot of blokes, easy, just find a tree or or don't just stand there and go wherever the fuck you like. Women are yeah, want the in same your own dreams. shoes. Yeah. So they've designed yeah. what is essentially paper cone cut in half for women to stand and piss through. Oh, it's paper, so it's disposable. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, here I was thinking it was a piece of plastic that you were expected to wash. No, no, no. It's a terrible, terrible design because halfway through the using, it obviously loses its rigidity. <laughs> and will so then you're just pissing on your seen. own hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, is there a device that would uh, make it so that I have to sit down to piss? Hmm. I, I, I believe they call it a toilet. A what? A toilet. Toilet. One of the... You have to activate them with a bucket. Are you familiar with these these devices? But that doesn't make you sit down. <laughs> oh, something that forces you onto the toilet, like a like a, a bracket from a roller coaster or something like that. Until you <laughs> like, and it's secured by forklift. weight as well. So unless you've had a bowel of sufficient mass, it's not going to release you. So for some some people can go in thinking like, oh, I just I'll just clear you know empty myself out. But you know it's only like a Half movement. They're, they're, they're locked in for six hours until they can push the rest of their dinner through. <laughs> yeah. Or otherwise just lose some weight. Like if they've got somewhere to be, maybe they need to like gnaw off a finger and spit it out. <laughs> but don't swallow it because you're not losing anything there. Think about it. Oh, it's not just a bracket, right? They will also like engineer it into a very, either very narrow cubicle or built walls at the side. So there's no wriggle room left or right. You can't kind of jimmy yourself out the side. No, you're locked in. Absolutely. Yeah, so you've really got to make sure that you've got enough weight to lose. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand why um, we've evolved to have different holes that piss and shit come out of. Wouldn't it just be better if, it, if piss and shit just came out of your ass? <laughs> One universal waste hole. Yeah. It sounds... And then the, it sounds the penis is just with... purely a sex organ. The vagina is, you know, purely a... Sex organ slash uh, baby thing. Baby. Whatever happens there. <laughs> a baby hole. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Don't you love the, the taste of piss when you're giving head? My God, man. <laughs> I refuse sure. to clean before the act. <laughs> and Lord knows those oh, long so you're giving head to yourself. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have no love in my life. Fuck's sake, man. Yeah, I, um... No, I don't. I mean, what? No. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds ghoulish that we would piss and shit out of one hole, but I guess it's... You know, if you look at it objectively, it makes no... It's objectively no different than what we currently have going on. It would make more sense if all the business could be taken care of just in one spot. Only one thing to necessarily clean if things go awry. Yeah, do better, God. Yes, indeed. Although you, you might end up just, like, you know, diluting your shit. And every movement is a, is like a hangover diarrhea shit. And I, I don't know. I could I could do without having the shits every day. I can handle it maybe a couple of times a month. 
But... Oh, as if you care. You work in a restaurant. You must have them every day. <laughs> I just drag it through the kitchen. It's fine. <laughs> it still doesn't get me it's sent like home. you've got a huge goiter on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your shit sack. Well, after my a- accident, I have that colostomy bag. And they, they still don't say a word about that. I even like, start puncturing it. You know, when someone keeps talking at me, I just take a pencil and see if I can drive them away with them, with the smell. And sometimes <laughs> the noise... Puncturing your own colostomy bag like a crazy person. <laughs> start squeezing it. Get, get a mouthful of this. Um, didn't you used to work with somebody who had a colostomy bag? <laughs> or a shunt or something? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, the, I'm, the just, man with sorry, a million... I'm just, you know, you don't have to name and shame, just wondering, like, how's that allowed? In a re- in a kitchen. Well, I do think he was he was at the helm of that restaurant at the time. They needed someone at the top, um, and he just had a lot of medical problems. He was the man with the million kidneys, um, <laughs> and also know... no kidneys. Yeah, yeah. They, as soon as they'd attach another one, they'd immediately dry up like fucking prunes in the. You know. <laughs> Did he have a kidney transplant? Yeah, he'd had like two of them. What? I didn't know you could get two of them. I thought if you. Fucked the first one. That was it. It's like your opportunity's gone, unless it's not your fault. I don't know. Well, I don't know quite how it works. But when I, I assume when they transplant kidneys, they take the old, you know, the old defective ones out. No, they don't. They just keep attaching no. more organs to you. So just I don't slamming know. Slamming kidneys inside of you. Yeah, I don't know how what the limit is. You know, is it a dozen? Who knows? I mean, I kind of feel like by this time, it's been a few years. He might be up to double digits now. Or be dead. Well, I imagine the shunt was for like one of those infected kidneys. So, I mean, by now he must be more shunt than man. He must look like he's like a cat with like eight nipples, you know. <laughs> he takes off his shirt. Yeah, I mean, haven't they got to the point where they can grow kidneys in your body, or like, or you know, grow like a new kidney off an old kidney? Um, yeah. I mean, surely that's experimental still, but that seems like a good idea. It's a good idea, but you know what they don't account for is. Um, uh, a patient Hardcore that, drinking. Yeah, basically. And I'm pretty sure a lot of Mandy as well. And uh, yeah, he m- might have, m- most of those days may have been behind him, but he was still partial to quite a bit of drink. But to the most, yeah, Monday to Friday's like, no, I couldn't possibly. And then he'd just have a long this weekend the... and he'd come in like a, looking like a fucking ghost. But, and said, what if, <laughs> have you learned nothing? He said, well, I don't do it five days a week. He said, well, you can't like cram it all into two days though. <laughs> I don't do it five days a week, yeah, but you do it like... You, you do, do it 48 hours you, solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the top chef that Damien used to work for, who had been on TV and had, at one point, a career ahead of him that was quite bright, who, correct me if I'm wrong, Damien, said one day, I can't come in, I'm really sick, and then immediately posted photos on his Facebook account of him getting pissed at the pub. Yep, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't think it was that. Um, at the pub, I think he had like a private box at Wembley. He was going to get, he was, at, uh, <laughs> he was there for like a football match or something like that. Yeah. With a newspaper in front of him. So you could tell it was that day. With yeah. his watch on, showing it. Yeah, this was at Liverpool Street. And before that, I worked with him in Mayfair. Um, and uh, he was, he played the sick card for months and months and months. No one had seen him. We were like, had he been fired or anything like that? But then he would like turn up for a couple of hours. Every other Ugh. week and something like that. And then after a while, it's like, yeah, no, we're not going to be seeing him ever again. It's like, well, what's happened? It's like, well, they found out the whole time he was on sick leave, he was simply working in another restaurant. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, wow. just wanted two paychecks. I don't know, at that place, you know. Um, they and he was actually handsomely... working there. 
Yeah, I mean, he was a. Uh... He had like a six-figure salary because the, at that point he still had some. His name was worth something, and he still had enough exposure on TV. When I started working there, they had like fucking. They would have TV crews in all the time where you just like do little bits for. I don't know, I've seen rebels like something for the Channel Four new, News or like Good Morning Something or other on GMTV or some bullshit. Um, yeah, so he had he had clout, so they they paid quite handsomely for him. I just like apparently wanted another paycheck on top of that. So like, how much do you fucking need? You piece of shit. Fucking Warrell Thompson. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I don't think I mentioned this last time, uh, but I meant to, as is our way of doing these things. Um, I was watching, I was going through all of Curb, your enthusiasm, the other day. Well, weeks ago now. Uh, I was enjoying it, and then I was probably watching something else on YouTube and I got an ad for cryptocurrency. I think it was just a generic ad, like, hey, cryptocurrency. Not a particular coin or anything, just, hey. Guess who, guess who it was? Uh, Larry David. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yes. Uh, like, don't you have I've... enough money, Larry? Yeah. I don't know. I, I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, um, did you continue watching Curb after that, or did you have to kind of no, put it down for a little bit? Yeah. I had to put it down. I'll go back to it. I'll go back to it. Um, but I was thinking as well, again, I meant to mention this to you, but in that show, I am Larry David and you are Richard Lewis. Oh, yeah? Explain. Oh, I thought, thought that would get a laugh or something. You know why. <laughs> well, because you're bald and I've got fluffy hair. <laughs> You've got fluffy hair and also you're always dating inappropriate ladies who are in their 20s. <laughs> it happened once, all right? I where, took my time, whereas, that's it. You know, I have a happy marriage with a long-suffering wife. The American dream. <laughs> oh, well, thank yeah. you very much for that. Wiping my face in that. Yeah, whereas... And you have a drinking problem and I'm completely sober. <laughs> we talked about I've joined the clergy. I don't touch the stuff. Oh, yeah, because the clergy don't touch stuff. <laughs> fucking, yeah, fucking well, priests, I notoriously I've got a taste for, you know, dating people of inappropriate ages So I naturally had to become a, <laughs> a clergyman uh, Well, here, here's the absolutely useless fact Which I love telling people So they can go, God, get away from me, you're boring as fuck um, I saw a beaver while I was here once And no, it was very interesting <laughs> I did <laughs> Bullshit <laughs> um, And I was walking along And uh, obviously I was On like a raised footpath And looked down and saw this beaver This beaver was like It was massive I didn't know they were that big It was huge And it was looking around And then it looked up suddenly Like it's, it felt like it was being watched And looked at me And I have never seen a an animal more readably scowl than that beaver. 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 Well, and it, well, what it sort of doing? scurried off. <laughs> I was just watching it. And it, it sort of walked. It didn't scurry off. It walked off. like Ugh. And then you it, got about, it got about 20 meters, stopped, dead in its tracks, and looked behind its old shoulder at me. And I swear, if it could have spat, it would have. Yeah. Did it roll its eyes? Couldn't see that far. Yeah. Tiny little beaver eyes. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I feel like there's a very crucial detail missing here. 
that, and I'm sure it's that the only thing you were wearing was an open I was dressing gown. On it. <laughs> um, no, that isn't that isn't my inane boring fact. My inane boring fact is I wonder. I, I saw this and I wondered why, um, why beavers aren't in England anymore because they used to be, and I found out it's because, um, back in the day of monasteries and such before Henry VIII got ed- rid of them all, they would the monks would not eat any meat on uh, Fridays. Okay. Um, but they loved meat. And they, they liked fish, but not as much as meat. So they decided that beavers were a fish and hunted them to extinction. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Touches water, it's a fish. <laughs> so what about I ducks? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, they were definitely eating ducks. <laughs> but, you know, you want a beaver. You want that nice beavery meat, don't you? Mmm, <laughs> gamey. Not a lot of meat on a duck. No, but yeah. it's pretty tasty. Especially Damn you, cat file! <laughs> <laughs> well, fascinating if true. If uh, true. Uh, another bizarre odd couple for you. Cat file and jar rule. <laughs> what was the name of the actor uh, who played Cab File? I can't remember. Was it um, De- Derek Jacoby? There, there we go. Yeah, I've got a very clear image of of him in my head. I just can get can place the name. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. <gasps> uh, yeah. Okay. Do, you, do you have any odd couple things, Damien? Odd couple. That's the name of the show, Odd Couple. I didn't... Th- yeah, I, I, Walter I, I, Matthau and your mum. <laughs> Walter Matthau and, ev- and anybody, because he's such a miserable fuck. Sour-faced bitch. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon. My God, it writes itself. But they're not in an apartment, you see. No, it's, gonna... it's a remake of Pirates. <laughs> Cabin, it's, ev- it's Cabin of the Woods. It's Evil Dead now. Yeah. Walter Matto as the tree. And Jack Lemon as that un- very unfortunate girl. <laughs> well, you mean <laughs> you Bruce Campbell? Totally... <laughs> you could totally see his like, hangdog face on a tree, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Raping a beautiful Jack Lemon. <laughs> he inexplicably has a chainsaw on his arm for some reason. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, because Jack Lemon's Bruce. <laughs> Bruce Campbell But someone has to get fucked by this tree Alright, we're not skipping over that <laughs> The film can't end Until someone gets fucked by the tree <laughs> But we opened with it Well, we can't have it be fucking two minutes long, okay? So, we're going to have it pre and post intermission Because this is going to be a four hour slog, by the way So buckle up Yeah, <laughs> yeah The first two hours it. is just Bruce Campbell and Jack Lemon driving slowly up to the cabin and like making gooey eyes at each other. <laughs> then like Jack Lemon's got like loads of lipstick on, like eating water. Yeah, he's up for it. <laughs> Walter Matto takes one step outside, takes his shoes off, and immediately begins. Wait, taking Walter Matto's the tree. So he's yeah. the tree living in the house, and that's the problem. No, he's it's not like a these, tree. These when humans he, come well, along, and he's not a tree. He's not a tree when the movie starts. It's only when right. uh, his feet come in contact with the soil, all right? There's toxic waste or some shit. Immediately takes root, and it feels way too good, all right? You can see it's it on like his face. It's like a combination of fallout, that Fallout 3 Harold bit 
and Little Otik. <laughs> yeah, go on. So he be, like his skin becomes bark, or he just becomes rooted to the ground. Well, in, as it opens, yeah, just rooted to the ground. But um, you see, yeah, like you got the toxic waste. You can see it kind of surging through his veins now. It's feeling good. He's biting his bottom lip. He's now super horny. Jack Lemmon is sufficiently <laughs> frightened. That's what Hyper, happens. So. <laughs> he hides inside the cabin, of course, but you know tries to take refuge. But we don't see it because there's kind of a special effects. Would be expensive, so we're going to apply it with a lot of um, that. There's some eruptive growth of um, Walter Matthau. Obviously, a lot of cabin shaking. You can see a lot of uh, the branches waving crazily in the wind or what have you. We can have them break a window every now and again. And eventually we're going to, what we will spring for, uh, kind of uh, uh, some, um, some vines. And that's what's going to drag him out of, the, uh, out of the cabin, right onto the porch. <laughs> Where one final massive branch-like schlong slaps itself down onto the patio. <laughs> and these vines just rag Jack Lemmon onto it. <laughs> right. And then, like then a fucking chew to... toy. <laughs> it's just bar a barbaric rape scene for 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> There's like no usable meat left on Jack Lemon. Oh, it's, a, it's an execution. It's all done in one shot, like irreversible. <laughs> it's really arty. <laughs> but no fire extinguishes, so there's no hope of breaking free. Um, okay, yeah, I like it. Oh, so how would you yeah. have it? Yeah. That's, so, yeah, okay, so we have that, but let's not forget, um, yeah, that's like the first one, right? <laughs> we said there was yep. going to be at least three or four, and I want like a roll call at the end where it's just going to be like um, highlights from out the movie. <laughs> of course, there's only two cast members, so it's going to be a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of flashing back to a lot of uncomfortable <laughs> scenes. <laughs> like you haven't had enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the red carpet premiere they've, they're talking to the people they're talking to the director and the director's like yeah I mean obviously I'm you know I'm very proud of my work it was a privilege to work with Jack Lemmon and everything I just hope there's enough rape in it like we, you know I'm, I'm always second guessing myself when it comes to that I just hope we gave the audience what they wanted and just the shot of the audience watching this is just everyone's like frozen to their chair like it is horrific and unending <laughs> Um, no one mentions anything that using the likeness of both Jack Lemmon and Walter Matto posthumously was in bad taste, of course. But that someone was yes. commented that the defect technology was quite impressive because you really believe. Wait, it. Is, it, is Bruce Campbell dead? Bruce Campbell isn't dead, no. But uh, oh, right. Jack Lemmon and Walter Matto are, aren't they? Oh, Walter Matto can't so. die. He just changed his name to Rappaport. Um, <laughs> for, for the he's like remake, Dark Man. <laughs> he's just taken off his face <laughs> and he's someone else. Hey, someone Bruce Campbell. Else, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's two Bruce Campbells, yeah. Um, Walter Matt. so, okay, so for the Evil Dead 2, well, we got to go woke, so we should replace the, the tree with Queen Latifah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'd like to hear your... Uh, please do, elaborate. I need, I need more. Um, I just think that the world is ready for a proud black woman to rape someone, Pl to rape Jack <laughs> Lemmon. As a tree. As a tree. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. We've finally got there, people. Come on, it's 2022. Well, it's not really a proud black woman, is it? She's playing a tree, so it's a tree doing the business. The world's not ready for that, but we, she can play a tree. It's fine. Gloss over it a little bit. 
All right, okay, I see what you're saying. So you're saying that it would be better. It would be better if Walter Matthau continued to be the tree, but we wrote it, it's just the, Queen Latifah comes in with a fucking tree with a strap on, and you know they double team. They do a bit of an Eiffel Tower, both um, Walter Matthau and Queen Latifah. What's that? What's an Eiffel Tower? It's when you spit roast someone, then you high five. <laughs> Oh, I see. It's a bit of a squat Eiffel Tower, though. Yeah, but you understand where it's coming from. That's your problem with this? It's a little bit squat? That's like, I it's mean, not really an Eiffel Tower. It's more of like a pyramid at a, at a crazy goal. Why not, why not say it's an A? There are, there are, you, why not Tokyo Tower? Why not Blackpool Tower? <laughs> because that's more of a solo thing, I think. A, a Blackpool Tower is just a man standing up having a wank. Also, Damien, check your privilege. It's when you're spit-roasting someone. It's when you're being spit-roasted. Oh, I, I And the two people spit-roasting you give, them, <laughs> give each other a high-five. And one of them says to the other, Well done, son. <laughs> oh, God almighty. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to need a little bit of a lie down now. <laughs> but I'm going to leave the lights on. <laughs> In case Daddy comes home. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Oh, I'm going to be talking. Yeah, I, I, I remember feel like once my your therapist dad... is going to be hearing a lot about this. <laughs> the seed has definitely fucking been sown now. Did, didn't we have a whole bit about your dad having sex with you? Or did we just not record that? Was that just a chat that we that, had? Yeah, well, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Please, I don't, I've clearly repressed it with good reason. <laughs> as long as it's safe. You're not hurting anyone. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I rather... I, I guess, objectively, yes, that could be said, but maybe not psychologically safe. Oh, definitely not psychologically safe, no. <laughs> We're well past that. <laughs> I came across a, an interesting uh, thing the other day as well, just before we go back to Evil Dead 2. <laughs> Let's never do that ever again. We've done... <laughs> no, we're coming back because we've got to get to Evil Dead 3 where things actually happen. Correct me if I'm wrong, is Evil Dead 2 basically Evil Dead 1? Yes. It's the yeah, same yeah, story, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen them. Um... I came across a weird thing the other day uh, about Freud and, you know, all of his ideas about the Oedipal complex and a lot of social psychological problems coming from people wanting to fuck their own moms. Right. Uh, but not being able to because that's unacceptable. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of contact with his mother at all. Oh, I see. He was, he, he was nursed. Uh, oh, was he wet nursed? I don't know if he was wet nursed, but he was basically looked after um, by at least one nanny for much of his childhood, most of his childhood, like well into his teens. He didn't really, you know, have much to do with his mom. Okay. And, you know, now they can more accurately than his theory say, you know, when when a kid is around a parent, yeah, and they grow up around a parent... Same with a sibling, you, you know, you, you develop an instinct that they are completely sexually not, mm -hmm. in, not just not interesting, but bleh. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and to the point as well where you don't actually have to be siblings 
or blood-related parents. You know, it's the same with adopted parents right. or just like if, if, you know, if you lived with a friend or just with a random kid and you grew up with them, you would have those same feelings where you're just not into each other. Yeah. And it just thought it was interesting because like the implication is, is that Freud never developed that because he didn't have any exposure to his kids, to his parents. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to fuck his mom. And he thought that was normal. He didn't realize that other people didn't want that. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, what the, the where I thought this was going was that um, well, because he, he there might have been an element of bitterness as a well, obviously he I guess well, like he a, was oh, why is my mum so hot? Well, no, I thought when you were talking about witnessing stuff like that, um, I thought it was going in the direction that he'd been forsaken by his mother or something like that, and he didn't actually have any contact for a long, long time. Um, um, well, he, I mean, at the time, though, you know, he was from a wealthy family and that was pretty normal. It wasn't like, oh, my parents couldn't be bothered with me. That was like the standard ra way of raising your kids if you yeah. were rich. So, but yeah, perhaps it was, you know, he was stricken with guilt about these feelings and then he just decided that uh, he would poison all the psychiatry with this notion of that it came by, by normalizing it. Saying that I, I don't think it was, I don't think it was like that. I think he genuinely thought that it was a common feeling. Hmm. Like, look, the, look, let me sit, sit down. I'm going to tell you why you want to fuck your mom. It's not your fault. Like what? I mean, she what, is hot. this coming from? <laughs> tell me more. Well, you Damien. have to agree to keep it in your pants. All right. There's a time and a place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it's called the crib. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Yes, indeed. Evil Dead 2. Yeah, okay, yeah, moving on. <laughs> Swiftly. Uh, maybe we should just go to Evil Dead 3 if it's just basically the same thing again. <laughs> okay, so, da, 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 da. so what do we have in Evil Dead 3? What can, what can molest Jack Lemmon in Evil Dead 3? <laughs> All of medieval Europe, I think. Because <laughs> people have uh, people have spoken. They know what they want in the next Evil Dead installment. Yeah, the people liked my movie, but they didn't think there was enough rape. <laughs> so now, buckle up. We've got a three-hour epic on our hands. Yeah, they just renamed re rename the film to Rape. <laughs> Hundreds of extras. It's going to be a bukkake this time. How many loads can Jack Lemmon swallow? It ends up like Banzai, where it's like, it's interrupted every so often, but like, how many loads can Jack Lemmon swallow in the next 30 seconds? Bearing in mind he has just broken his knee. How many loads? <laughs> Start betting now. Betting over. Oh, he didn't swallow any. He was running down a corridor or something. Whatever. <laughs> but they've kept the ball. And they're chasing him. They're in hot pursuit. There's a man with a whisk. <laughs> they're going to snap his head back like a pez and pour it down him. <laughs> <laughs> Some filth. Well, we can see there are a few contaminants in the bowl, so we brought a colander to straighten those out. We don't want him eating any flies, because that would be disgusting. Some people say that they call you Levine the Machine. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, well, he can't run fast enough or far enough, it seems. Like I say, hundreds of extras. <laughs> they're always going to outflank him. <laughs> like he's got like a hundred dollar bill stapled to his forehead. Like the first you know, forty five minutes is like the head start that they've given him. You know, <laughs> it's just him running through the woods. <laughs> so it's just manhunt the film, basically. <laughs> but with a um, lot of facial rape. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there was any rape in Manhunt, was there? Which is clearly what it was lacking. And, you know, uh, coherent gameplay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you played them. No, I, didn't, I, I wasn't allowed to. It was too explicit. It was too... Oh, really? Yeah, no, I never played those games. No, no, no. Parenting, but not huh? No. Well, it wasn't anything to do with parenting. It's just, that was, what, PS2, right? I, I, I bought a few titles when I first got it at Christmas. And then after that, I was too cheap to buy anything ever again. And that's been like the story. Every time I buy a console, I'll get a couple of games upon release. And then I will never show um, the 60 quid or whatever it is for anything new ever again. Right. I mean, have you ever thought about get getting secondhand games or anything? Uh, well, I mean, you could probably get PS2 games pretty cheap now. Although saying that, I bet if I look it up, I bet they're all over 100 quid because enough time has passed. Hmm. No, I've never had Wait. a burning desire to play it. I knew everything I needed to from what I, what I'd seen. So like, okay, cool, but that's that's fine. Did you play it? At some point, I did play it, and I didn't get very far into it because it was pretty boring. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, once you're sort of like over the oh no, these people, ooh, it's mental. It's you know, it's just like a. Again, I didn't get really far into it, so I, maybe I'm wrong, but it just seemed like a, a stealth game. Mostly. Oh. Well, I don't really yeah. kind of the thing that I'm into anyway, so... Just as well! I think they've I'm got a about... Saw video game. Like, how would that work? Is that, do you think that's just quick time events? Oh, yeah, I imagine that's... Yeah, that's exactly what that's going to be. Yeah. You don't see any... Yeah. During the, all the... You know, I guess you get a few juicy kills and what have you. And that's what they've spent most of their time animating. But the rest of it will be like... Well, oh, just flash up buttons on the screen. Like, we can't trust you to learn how to play a game, so we're going to tell you at every step. <laughs> I mean, we're assuming here, but uh, I think you might be right. Whatever. Oh. Yes. Well, those are the things in games now, I, I believe. I don't know. I, I believe. I stay, I, stay, I stay clear of them now. I'm too evolved to partake in such nonsense. I like Skyrim on Switch is good enough for you. <laughs> Fucking grass me up, you bastard! <laughs> well, what else do you play, Doctor Mario? Um, yeah, I've got like the you know 3D Ultra Tetris. It's <laughs> the only thing. 3D, I play now. 3D. No, just wow. means it just has 3D graphics. It doesn't do anything else. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, any any other Evil Dead three things, or shall I tell you some more of my odd couple ideas? I'd like to hear your odd couple ideas, please. Uh, Larry David accidentally clones himself, and uh, about 32 minutes into the movie, quite early on, uh, they forget which one is the clone. Okay. That's it. Okay. He'd get into all sorts of trouble, wouldn't he? Yeah. Or just try to yeah, realize how, just how insufferable he is. He goes on this deep personal journey where he learns to better himself. 
Makes for a really crappy 11th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he's a Zen Buddhist master. <laughs> 11th and 12th. <laughs> All right, so he's got clone um, him. Did, why does he stop at Simply One, though? Well, I mean, if he's going to clone himself at all, you know, he's, he can easily get carried away. If, if it turned out so perfect, so perfect that they would, like, lose track of who, which one was actually real. That's, so it's uh, like Larry David gets gets hold of some sort of cloner where he can just walk in and then two of him walk out yeah uh, to, because he's too busy oh i've got to do the new season of curb i've got to do this i've got to do that i've got to mow the lawn all this so it just ends up with him having loads of larry's <laughs> so yeah, i'm thinking of like the being john malkovich poster but it's all larry david's <laughs> and like maybe something could happen where like he goes in comes out okay that's great but then it turns out that the machine just makes a new Larry David every day. Like, there's no way to <laughs> shut it off or anything. <laughs> and, you know, he comes out with all his memories and everything. So all of them think that they're the original Larry David. Larry David can't even remember. Am I the original Larry David? I mean, I remember I remember going in to the, the cloning machine and I remember coming out. But I would, wouldn't I? Because mm. one of us did. By all accounts, it's a perfect copy. And philosophically, it's a, it's a perfect copy. Come out in exa the exact same clothes and everything. But it's been yeah, cloned then... for, for years. So at this point, he's when uh, it opens with Larry David stepping out, but he's been greeted by uh, Larry David, 30 years his senior. He's like, I'm about to guide you on a very special journey. <laughs> you, it must be you that ends this nonsense. All the world is Larry David, and only you. <laughs> I'm running out of time to remedy this it's, problem. It's like 15,000 <laughs> years into the future then. <laughs> so it's just Larry David's head in a jar, you know. <laughs> there, there are 600,000 Larry Davids. Is that is that right? What's 15 times 365? 15,000 times 365. Uh, I mean, I'm not that smart. I'm not even You've smart got a to begin with. <laughs> Hang on, where is it? <laughs> so 15,000 times 365, you said, huh? Yeah. Okay. 5,475,000. <laughs> okay, and then... Um, uh, and then... Okay, well, they're not all going to be alive because it's 15,000 years of the future, so how many would have died? Oh, Fuck. Yeah, well, how long will he live? 80? But then he's born... I mean, he's like 60-something now. So they don't live very long. I mean, like, well, that, you know, they've only got a short that, lifespan, really. Or that, you know, due to the miraculous technology, they come out, like, perfectly, like, replenished on a, like, cellular level. So they have, like, they can expect a, a typical human, human lifespan from the moment they step out of the machine. So he steps out as, like, a young 60-year-old. Yes. And then, like, the... The Larry so Elders are to like 150 years 140. old. Yeah. Okay. Unless okay, so we're forget, talking... They, they, they don't come out, you know, sterile. They are, you know, perfectly <laughs> free to procreate as well. You know, they completely contaminate the gene pool beyond utter repair. You know? <laughs> it's all incestuous <laughs> now. Like, everyone... If, if you... Like you do your ancestry thing, you get you do your DNA test to see your genetic markers, and it's like everyone is at least eighty percent Larry David now. <laughs> so you end like up no with one knows like what, <laughs> no one knows what yeah, like a human being with hair looks like anymore. <laughs> at least not the top of their head. 
<laughs> so you end up with this like really tiered society where it's like, uh, uh, yeah, my my ancestors came came across on the original Larry David. Like <laughs> ah well, you may say that, but if you work it out, you've not had a Larry David. In your your great 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 grandparent was a Larry David. My dad was a Larry David. I'm more pure Larry David than you. Oh, you can, yeah. Are you a pure Larry David or are you a, you know, 16th a direct David? descendant? <laughs> I'm di- direct descendant of Larry David 47. 47! One of the first. And when you say they came over on the, the, the HMS Larry David, these Larry it's Davids are very resourceful. It's Larry David. Yeah. <laughs> so when these bodies pile up, you know, they don't let them go to waste. So we're talking about a flesh boat here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this giant, like really stretched out face across the front of the bubble. It's just one Larry David face, <laughs> and a Larry David like maidenhead as well, <laughs> and a Larry David sail for whenever the, the fuel runs out and the wind. When we favorites. can't burn any more Larry Davids for combustion. <laughs> so it, it gets to the point where you've got this really weird tier society where you've got pure Larry Davids who are sort of in charge. And then, like half half breed Larry Davids, like <laughs> oh, people please. who are just slightly, which would be Larry David has mated with any woman, and therefore the offspring can only claim to be a half breed Larry David, because it's not a not a exact copy of a Larry David. And then, presumably, you also have on the other end uh, women who are in no way related to Larry David, of which there are only a few being held in high regard they are good breeding stock <laughs> you, you, there must also be quite a lot of like you know like incest larry davids yeah. like people with like There's an island in the south stuff. pacific that's just called <laughs> the farm now <laughs> it's every now and yeah. again we need to kind of try and clean up the, ge- the gene pool a little bit <laughs> well we and get some like stealth half the larry david wars <laughs> Like holy crusades. <laughs> so we're after you, Larry David, to kind of to put to be the one true Larry David. Lead us into a Get golden a, age. A Larry David in shining armor riding a particularly muscly Larry David. <laughs> into battle against the infidel Larry Davids. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like some kind of like seven foot gym bunny Larry David, and there's a little guy on top. <laughs> and, and like when we're saying that they're all perfect copies of the first time Larry David went in there, does that mean that like in 15,000 years, all the Larry Davids that are still coming out of this cloning machine still think it's 2019 or something, whenever this has happened? Yes, but they're, they're all, very. Oh, they're, okay. They're very, they're they're very quickly um, sent off um, to. Like a sort of correction David for education facility. School. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're all going through on conveyor belts, you know, like parallax view. <laughs> yeah, okay. It gets like very that. tedious because modern history after 2019 is just Larry David's. <laughs> and everything's just pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Larry David... Leads the human race into world peace. Turns out the answer was only have one type of anything. <laughs> and that something should be Larry David. Yeah. Uh, uh. I mean, how many generations do you have to go through before 
incest isn't a thing. You know, it's not a thing to worry about. I mean, not like... Well, um... I don't know. I mean, obviously, if your dad's going to have sex with you, Damien, that's nobody's business. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if I got pregnant, so I don't have to worry about any kind of freak babies. It would be he who got pregnant with you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that I'm <laughs> my own I'm father. Damien. From the future. Um, yeah. We, I mean, it's got, you know... If you go back enough, we're all related, right? So... Are you trying to make the argument that if you get your dick wet at all, it's in it's incest? Oh my God, I that's mean, exactly what it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not for nothing, but that's going to be so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, let that one sit for a bit. Because <laughs> the Lord knows I can't stand up right now. <laughs> Did you know, in, in fact, that um, they think that uh, at some point in the not-too-distant past, I mean, still tens of thousands of years ago, um, something happened. I think it was before human beings left Africa, um, even sub-Saharan Africa. Um, but at some point... Uh, the human population was reduced from possibly tens of thousands to only about a few hundred. Oh, yeah? Because of perhaps a disease or something else. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if you look at a troop of, uh, I think chimpanzees, it might be any, ape or monkey. Uh, if you look at a troop of chimpanzees, they are more genetically varied than the entire human race. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So maybe maybe people were really clever thousands and thousands of years ago and we're just all the inbred offspring. Well, it would account for a lot of... Um, it would. <laughs> yeah, for the world around us, I think. Yeah. Maybe that's why we're susceptible um, to so many cancers. I don't know. Oh, I think I'm that's more to do with industrialization, isn't it? I have no idea. I, would, I remember my granddad was telling me some, something that, well, he never did any fact-checking, but he was talking about genetic markers in dogs and stuff like that until there's a reason, you know, uh, they have enough in their DNA that leads them susceptible to very, very little. Um, and human beings have, like, so many genetic flaws. That's why we uh, seem to be susceptible to so much. Um, it's like, okay, um, why are you telling me this one? And where did you, where are you reading this? What's this hospital you're taking me to? <laughs> Hello, friendly man. <laughs> it shakes his head. Nope, not friendly. Oh dear. Oh dear. Um, right. Okay. I didn't know that. Well, I I don't know that either. I just it's, uh, there's nothing that corroborated that at all. <laughs> just something that I was once told. Right. But it's like okay. Well, that sounds really great. But you know. They only live like 15 years, so we do kind of have a bit of a leg up on them. I think we're coming out, you know, stronger on that one. Yeah, and they're crap at driving. Absolutely, they are. No thumbs, of course. And the reason yeah. we've got thumbs is because, the, you know, our hands got cancer driving. one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was so successful, yeah. we kept them, you know. If you, you know, if you went back far, far enough, you know, you're going to have a common ancestor with whoever you fuck. 
So, like, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to have someone you wouldn't want to have sex with someone who has the same granddad as you. No. But what if it's like great 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 granddad? You'd never know, probably. No, I well, yeah. Do people even have records for things like that? But there's enough genetic diversity well, for the not, rich you know. do. Oh. <laughs> well, I most definitely don't. I, I don't know where I originated that far back. And saying I've... that, though, I do remember reading about uh, a case. There are a number of these cases, frighteningly, of you know exactly what I'm going to say when I say the first thing. Someone who worked at a sperm bank. Oh. <laughs> Fill that in. He said. Um, someone who worked at a sperm bank decided that um, they would like to get hundreds of women pregnant and did. Uh, you know, with their own sperm rather yeah. than a sperm donor. Um, and the one, I mean, this has happened in many places. I think the one that I read about was in Germany and someone who's the son of this person was saying, yeah, it makes it kind of difficult because like on Tinder and stuff, I have to say, by the way, this guy isn't your dad, is he? Oh, really? Because like there's so many of them and they're all like kind of the, you know, in the same age bracket-ish. Yeah. yeah. And you do hear a lot of gossip rows do pick up on stories of, you know, people that do online dating that end up hooking up with their like brother and sister and stuff like that. It does happen. Statistically, you fucked your own brother twice. <laughs> Two different brothers. Per year, you know? <laughs> per year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over your lifetime, eight will crawl into your mouth without you knowing and <laughs> while you're asleep and you'll eat them. <laughs> With a little bit of luck, they won't take a photo <laughs> while they've pressed everything on, their lip, on your lips. Yeah, apparently that's this is that statistic on spiders is bullshit. Yeah, I had the same thing as well, but it's enough to make sure you know stop you from like sleeping for a week. Yeah, I suppose so. With your mouth open, at least, <laughs> because the, that statistic is bullshit. Because the real number is much higher. <laughs> Eight a night. Yeah, I practically have a hive inside me. <laughs> yeah, they don't die. You don't chew them. You just. No, I've been eating bees. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, anything else to say about the Larry David kingdom? I, um, I can't Maybe he can be to. defeated by a big Andre the Giant, but it's Andre the Giant as if he was in Total Recall and Danny DeVito is his stomach tumour. <laughs> I thought those, you know, I was thinking more along the lines of Pacific Rim, but we've got this giant mech and it's just T-Bone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, how would you stop the Larry? I mean, I guess, you know, some sort of genetic marker programmed virus. <laughs> Larry die. Yeah, but that doesn't make for, doesn't make for good television. We need something a lot more brutal than that. We need something... Uh... I want to see a large vehicle Mad Max style with like kind of like uh... with Jeff at the helm. <laughs> He's been unfrozen, and his mission is to kill all the Larry Davids off. <laughs> How they knew that he he would be useful, we do not know. We didn't even know that the technology for cryogenic freezing was work was even viable at that time. But they made it happen. It was their only shot. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the technology for cryo-freezing people has been around for a long time. It's just whether Kills that him. means anything. Um, yeah, I mean, there was that, that whole rumour about Walt Disney getting his brain or his head frozen. Apparently but that's that not true. Simply... Oh, it's not true. Well, apparently, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they were like, no, 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 it's not true. Mm. I wonder if we could dig him up. Yeah. Somewhere in the Disney vaults, yeah, you'll find his head next to L. Ron Hubbard's. Um, would you would you do that? Would you cryogenically freeze yourself? And if so, would would you want to be uh, woken as soon as they can, or would it be like keep me frozen until my bank account runs out, paying for this? <laughs> um, if I know it works, then yeah, sure. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't know actually. What would be? I have no idea what might be going on in that. Well. Yeah, I'll you give might it be a test like, oh, run. This is cold for a thousand years. I was going to give it a test for run five years, you know, something I could wake up to that I can still kind of recognize, you know. I don't think five years would be too much of a jump. And if I know it works confidently and I, that, uh, you know, annihilation isn't, you know, quite looming quite so much, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll settle down for like a good hundred years, something beyond my life expectancy. Be quite so nice. if you get through five years and it wasn't like, oh my god, it was like a waking nightmare, it was so boring, then you do a hundred years. Oh god, yeah, I didn't even think about that, yeah. No, I'd uh, surely find some way of, you know, making sure I wasn't conscious the whole fucking time. Yeah. Because I yeah, don't like think I'd recover from that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, or at least if that. you were conscious, you know, maybe they could give you, you know, pour some beer down your gullet. <laughs> but if you're just a brain, you you're an man. animal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Don't think that would interest me. Sometimes I'd rather be dead. Okay. Well, maybe they fuck it well, up. You know. Maybe yeah. just a slow. Oh, so death. every cloud is what you're saying. <laughs> if, if I get preserved against my will, like maybe they'll fuck it. Maybe there'll be a power failure and I'll I'll die. I'll thaw out. Well, the prerequisite for me being frozen is that you have to do it as well, you know. And I really browbait you into doing it. And you die, like, way before I do, so I have to be frozen alive. (laughs) But they don't take any care. It's just like a smeg fridge, you know. What's this going to achieve? I like that it says smeg on it, because I'm a child. (laughs) (laughs) You get, you get, um, yeah, go on. Oh, sorry, I was clearing my throat. You get thawed out, and then they're like, yeah, well, this is the future, but you're still 85. <laughs> you aged the entire uh, time, you know? <laughs> now you're just a brain in a jar. Well, you could, I'd like to think in that, that amount of time that you know, robotics would have come along, so you could still be mobile. You'd be able to kind of provide some sensory input, you know? Still have a, arguably a life. As a, you know, brain in a jar powering robot. That'd be fucking tits. I'd love that. <laughs> Not to be in a brain in a jar. But can you can you do things or are you just a brain in a jar? That, I mean, are you well, still yeah, just like trapped that, inside you know, your own brain? Just like sell, sell a table to the top of a robot. I control the robot now. You know, I have that. So I have a robot body now. Absolutely. That's exactly what And I'm would thinking. it be a, a robot man or would it be like something? Would it be like a bulldozer? I mean, I guess it could well, be interchangeable, you know, like, like I change uh, like clothes, you know, I could fancy being a robot dog one day or, a, you know, just more like something from Robot Wars on Caterpillar Tracks with a little pickaxe. Like today or I'm going to be Matilda. 
<laughs> I'm going to be a Danny I mean, DeVito I'm robot. Be, I'm going to be one of the house bots. I'm going to be Danny DeVito robot. So it's just like Danny DeVito there with his brain scooped out and then they stick your brain still in the jar on like <laughs> right into the cavity on his head. God. Yeah, but all, yeah and all you're all like, oh God, it's so painful. <laughs> every every step is a every new step nightmare. is a new nightmare. Yeah, I'd um, roll the dice on being a Danny DeVito robot. Absolutely, you wouldn't. I think I'd rather have my brain digitized if I was going to do that, and then you know, if necessary, I could wipe myself if things got really dull. But then it, it would also be easier to yeah, like today I'm going to be a bomb disposal robot. <laughs> 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 Today I'm going to be a vending machine so a beautiful woman touches me. Presses my buttons. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like that idea as well. Yeah. But all it is is Mountain Dew, so there's no there's no beautiful people touching that. No. Oh, it's just cream soda. <laughs> of course, cream has to come out. <laughs> I'm a dirty, dirty vending machine. <laughs> Someone comes along who I don't like the look of. I only roll my, I only roll D three halfway, so they have to start banging on the on the window to get it down, and then they get ejected from the swimming pool. <laughs> then you just start saying, "Touch me, touch me, touch me." <laughs> More. You could you could do all sorts of things. You could be a lawnmower for a bit and kill someone, and never suspect the lawnmower, would they? No one ever suspects the lawnmower. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, more odd couple things. The Lawnmower Man and Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Damien and I yeah. are doing this podcast at gunpoint, you should know. Yeah, absolutely. It's always uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, for us as well. <laughs> and for people uh, pointing the weapons at us as well. They're getting tired of this shit. Why they bossed for this in particular, we do not know. We're hoping that we no can kind of this. grab them under, you know. If they do this for long enough, they might just give up and say, fine, go eat a burger. It's, you're off the hook. I'm still waiting on that. It's been a long time since I've had a proper meal. They simply People who've listened to this don't expect anything from us. No. Which is good, because I have nothing to give. <laughs> no. <laughs> Any great import. <laughs> no. Uh, well, before we go, uh, anything to get off your chest? Damien, any no? I'd like to toilet say no... stories. Any what? Sorry, toilet stories. Uh, last no. Um, it's actually <gasps> been a toilet-free fortnight since we've done this. A toilet glut. Mess... <laughs> no toilet glut. Toilet abstinence. No. I'm very heavy yes. at the moment. I'm always, always in a state of, state of touching cloth. It's, it's very difficult to manage. You could become a Japanese toilet and give people happy poo poo time. <laughs> I give happy people. I give people happy people poo poo time anyway. Happy poo -poo. I give people happy poo poo. With my stories, because everyone's yeah, gone away. You, you don't. You, it's not a B day or anything. You just regale them with nonsense as they shit. <laughs> yeah, I just sat. Do on you the know why beavers don't exist in Scotland anymore? <laughs> Back in my day, we'd have to flush the toilet with a bucket, <laughs> with like a corn cob pipe. <laughs> Which was the style <laughs> at the time. <laughs> it's got your corncob pipe on the wall in a frame, and it's got a very weird bend in it. That's to go around the U-bend. It's a U-bend, yeah. 
Oh, it's just a disguise uh, yeah. you've been to begin with. It's like a bong now. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, good. I guess. Are we done? Uh, yeah, okay. How long is are we there? Is it? Oh, who, who cares? Are we okay. there? I mean, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, go on then, keep talking. <laughs> Fair enough, you call my bluff. Yeah, okay, we're, I suppose we're done. <laughs> more odd couple stuff then. All right, we'll do more of it. Um, <laughs> fucking <laughs> my nan and Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Why would that be so odd? I just don't think they'd have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a really it genuine would... answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, they're perfectly polite people. I'm sure they'd, like, make small talk for a little bit. They might be able to sit Yeah, the kitchen would be well-kept and everything. They'd, yeah. A couple of finger sandwiches, that kind of stuff. But, you know, the, it's going to dry up after, like, 90 minutes. But, you know... Yeah. Well, what can you expect, really? But um, yeah, like D- Donald realize, Trump and the yeah. Joan of Arc. <laughs> Again, just not a lot in common. Well, we usually end with an apology. So uh, okay, well, sorry. Then. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>